we're live. How you doing for film sakers? Welcome back to episode six of the For Film Sake podcast. What is up, Chris? Uh, nothing much. I'm ready to get into it. Another week. What episode is this? This is episode six. We've been doing this for a month and a half now. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's super. I'm super excited for this shit. I, every day that I get up, every Thursday, mm-hmm. I get up and I go like, ah, shit, I get to do a podcast today. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's going to be something sweet. Yeah, I, I, got, I got something that I just discovered yesterday. Oh, yeah. And, and I want to put the entire world on notice. <laughs> what happened? Starbucks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Starbucks. <laughs> All right. Now, now I've, I've seen people drink. It's not like I've never seen people drink Starbucks or never heard of Starbucks before. But um, I went there for the first time yesterday, and I got a, a triple shot of crack. How old are you? I'm 30, 31. You're yeah. 31, yeah. and you've never gone to fucking... Starbucks has yeah. been around for at least 10 years. Oh, it's been around a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like I wasn't aware of it, but I'm just not a coffee <laughs> drinker. You know, I'm just not into coffee at all. You, know? you, must have, you must have had your ass kicked for you to go to Starbucks and get coffee. What do you, what do you mean? Like, you must have been tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. You know what I mean? I, mean, I basically wanted pastries because we were on set, so I wanted to, you know, get everybody something to eat. But I'm like, while I'm here. Fuck, that's right. We were on set yesterday. Yeah. That was fun. You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, uh, we, uh, we, we did a, uh, a film uh, showing, it was called a One, uh, just showing that uh, three emotions that we're all basically the same person. We are the same person, you know, mm-hmm. that um, no matter what you're going through, uh, sadness, happiness, uh, sorrow, depression, you know, it all comes back to a human emotion that we all experience. Pretty much, it was it was just kind of an equality PSA, and mm-hmm. we had we had professional lighting mm-hmm. there for the first time. We've never interacted with sort of this huge lighting setup. Yeah, and yeah. we had, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot about like what they do for lighting, how mm-hmm. they light the drop the the back shadow. Yeah, and it, it was a lot of fun. I think that everyone that listened to us sort of forget, anyone that we talked to mm-hmm. sort of forgets that we are in fact figuring out how yeah. to be a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So my dog is drinking my water, son of a bitch. Well, that's his water. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that people forget that we are actually quite new at filmmaking. Yeah. And the fact that we got the chance to like learn lighting from someone that's been doing photography lighting for a Ten, couple of years, years yeah. yeah. And he gave us like a quick little lecture of lighting because he was mm-hmm. there teaching his class. Yep. And we had people that were actually like trying to be actors and whatever, doing the whole thing. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. It, like, it was. It, it really was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I got to just lighting really was the only thing that kind of blew me away because it makes a hell of a lot of difference. It does. Whatever you're doing. It changes everything. Yeah. Because those shots look pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. And it was a simple setup, but it took like two hours to set up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, um, yeah, but there was a whole culmination of why I needed that coffee. And we'll, no. we'll get to that. <laughs> to starting off with my weekend. That's right. The uh, This weekend, I ended up going to Disney World. Uh, I took my daughter down there. And... I mean, like, it, it was it was fun, you know, but, um, like, the realization of it is just, I was seeing, like, people just dancing in the streets of Disney and just just so much joy from, you know, people that are 10 years and younger, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm just like, you know what? This place will be amazing if there were no kids. <laughs> you know? How amazing Disney World will be without kids there. Like, totally. You know, It's so a magical land if it, there weren't little shitlings were, running about. Yeah. You know, so now I see why uh, Vegas was built the way that it is. You know, it's just like a big playground for adult kids. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I, I can't wait to go back to Vegas. That's really fucking funny. But another, another thing that, um, that happened while I was down there, and um, <laughs> I explained it in an analogy to my girlfriend, to where um, I, I have a thing to where I don't know if it's ego or just uh, needing attention or validation, mm-hmm. you know. But um, in just the simplest form, the way I broke it down, I was um, I was in Disney World, 
and then uh, Daisy Duck was uh, walking by. You know Daisy, uh, Donald Duck's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm so intrigued by the story. No one's ever told me a story going. And then Daisy fucking Duck. Daisy walks Duck. By. Yeah. So, so so Daisy Duck walks by in full outfit. You know the the full thing. You know with uh with two regular girls outside of outfit. You know they're walking by, and I see Daisy, and then I give her the wave. Like I'm by myself. I'm coming back from the bathroom, so I don't have my daughter with me or any other family. It's just me alone. You know, so I, I walk by and I see Daisy and I kind of give her the head now, like, what's up, Daisy? You know, give her a little wave. And then she did the thing to like, um, like when you're touching a hot iron to where you put your, your finger on your tongue and then you go to touch it and like, like, yeah, you hot. She gave me one of those like, oh, shit, y'all want to go fuck this dude, you know? And, and in my mind, I was like, yeah, you damn right. You want to fuck me, Daisy Duck. Yeah, damn right. You want to fuck me, you know? Daisy <laughs> Duck wanted to fuck you. Yeah, you know, and it's like I needed that validation. And I told my girlfriend about it. Like, yeah, Daisy Duck, she gave me that little look like she's trying to fuck you know i already know daisy duck is trying to get it she was like yeah you know it's probably like a, a 19 year old guy inside there inside of that daisy duck outfit and i'm like you know what he's not excluded because whoever is in that daisy duck costume wants to fuck me and i'm fine with that i need to i just need to know that i just need to know that for myself you know whoever is inside there yeah wanted the d they did whoever it was you know <laughs> so, I just picture a fucking Donald Duck walking by and he's going like, that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he's looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Donald? <laughs> Come get it. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're in North Carolina, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, That's funny. By the way, before you keep talking, mm-hmm. I raised your DB earlier because uh, our microphones were backwards. Mm-hmm. Can you lower it down a little? Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the scenes, folks. Uh, yeah. Be- before we... Before we started, we were filling around with our microphones, mm-hmm. and the levels were really low, and we were like, oh, what the fuck's happening? And then our microphones were backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, Donald Duck's looking for you. Yeah, Donald Duck should be uh, looking for me here soon, I guess. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but how, how am I now? How's the uh, I think you're good. Pretty Just good. Uh, your workphones were clipping. Now they're, that's now pretty we're standard. Yeah. All right. Um, Disney World. So, yeah, that was the entire weekend. Uh, Disney World, Daisy Duck. Things like that, and uh, just kids just getting trying to get me sick. Cause I mean, like I said, they don't they don't cover their mouths. They don't you know they sneeze. They don't give a damn about your health, you know. But kids um, are kids are gonna be there. They're gonna throw up. They're gonna eat. They're gonna shit their pants. Yeah. And then you as an adult, you're gonna have to like deal with that. Yeah. And it's I went to this thing when I was ten years old. I was a fucking kid, mm-hmm. like coughing. I ate so many brownies, I got fucking sick. Yeah. Like not like kind of sick, like violently ill. I mean, you gotta take your time with edibles at like yeah. ten. You know, I mean, those pot brownies <laughs> can really you know put it in for you at ten or eleven. Like, <laughs> you probably should have just started at like one, <laughs> one pot brownie. <laughs> You know, one of the reasons I don't do pot brownies mm. is because I'm afraid of the cycle of mm. pot brownie eating, yeah. which is you make pot brownies and then you eat one and then you get super high mm. and then you get the munchies and you eat another fucking brownie and then yeah. you get super high mm. and then you get the munchies and you eat another pot brownie and that's thing you know, you've eaten 60 fucking pot brownies. Yeah, yeah. It can, <laughs> it can happen that way. It's the only reason I haven't done pot brownies. My my thing about it is just I don't want to be high for 13 hours at a time. <laughs> you know, it's like I mean, because you can't just like take a shower and shower it off. You you know you can't go to sleep. Like if you take a a nap, you wake up and you're still fucked. No, oh, yeah, you're high as shit. <laughs> you know, and uh, I was uh I was in Seattle and in Seattle all that shit's legal. Yeah, it is. back there, it's a lot of fun. I love Seattle, and uh, the first the first time I was there, the person I was staying with uh, gave me weed chocolate. Yeah. And I didn't know what that shit would do to you. So he gave it to me, and I was like, all right, I'm into this. And I ate it, mm-hmm. and it tasted like grass, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and then, 
45 minutes later, this asshole walks in and he goes like, Hey, are you feeling it? And it's like, no, man, I'm not feeling anything at all. And everything just fucking warped. Yeah. And it hit me. And then I was like, Oh shit. I'm really high. (laughs) And then I ate a pound bag of cherries and I fell asleep licking my couch. So that that sounds pretty awesome. (laughs) It was fucking great. (laughs) You know, I listened to Pink Floyd. I fucking ate cherries. I like fondled my keyboard because it felt really soft. I I was awesome. I had a great time. That sounds pretty awesome. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. God, I want to put brownie now. (laughs) Be great. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Yeah. Anything else on your side? The the, the culmination, getting back to the culmination of the uh, other Starbucks. (laughs) Right, shit. You know, so um, so we were at Daisy Duck. All right, Daisy Ducks. Want, Daisy Duck wants the D. All right, so um, so so the the Orlando trip went went by fine. It, it, it was it was okay. You know, that's that's like gonna be the title of uh, today's episode. Daisy Duck wants the D. <laughs> totally. No, but um, all right. So um, get, getting back from Orlando, um, flew in that morning and directly had class. Uh, Professor uh, Bumgarner's class. Yeah. You know, directly from there. And then, you know, I get, I go to that class, uh, come home. Then the next morning we have the shoot, you know, That's the right. next afternoon, the very next day. You had no rest whatsoever. It, it's been no rest. It's like the back to back to back. So by the time I get to the, I get to the shoot and I'm just dead. I get there <laughs> completely dead, you know? So I'm like, I need that pick me up. I like saw you. I like you went in and I was like, dude, are you okay? Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm done. Like I am done, <laughs> you know? So, um, so we, I went to get the pastries from the Starbucks and, uh, Lauren, our friend Lauren, she, uh, she suggested for me to get a cup of coffee and I'm like I've had coffee before I'm not into it you know she's like no you can get individual shots of espresso put into it and I'm like alright you know I'll so do she, it yeah so she orders me one and I'm drinking it and I'm just like what the fuck <laughs> It's like this intense focus, you know, I felt building up behind my eyes and brain. And then I was like, I th- am I fucking high right now? I felt like I was high. I had that kind of energy and focus. Then I'm like, okay, I see why everybody is buying coffee so much every single day. Y'all are good. getting daytime high. Y'all yeah. are getting daytime high off of coffee. You, you know? Caffeine is a hell of a drug, man. Yes. Like, listen, when I had a really long day, back when I was at UNCC, I used to write essays after essay because I was an English major. Yeah. And sometimes it would pile up on you. Mm-hmm. And by like, I don't know, on like a Friday, I had to write three essays for next Monday. Yeah. And they're all five pages each. Mm-hmm. And I make a pot of fucking coffee and like I brew it. And then I just drink like nine cups of coffee, like oh, nine wow. mugs. Yeah. Like I, I, my thing makes 12 mugs. Sheesh. Fucking drank all of them the whole night. And I did all my work and whatever. The thing is coffee. Yeah. It ruins my asshole. It just, my stomach does not mm. want to work with coffee. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the next day and the next Monday, I'm like turning in all my paper, <laughs> but I'm like waddling because I can't walk. I need like a more, <laughs> dis- can you be more descriptive about the uh, the coffee destroying your asshole? Uh, okay. You know, you know. Like, how- get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, I really thought you meant that. I was ready to give you like a fucking analogy. I'm gonna give it to you anyway, cause fuck you. Think of a think of a volcano, right? Think of a volcano erupting. Now flip it upside down. That's that's, what that looks like. That's that's what I was looking for. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I thought you fucking meant it. No. (laughs) Shit stained ass. I'm good. No. That's what co- that's I I fucking love coffee, dude. I'm so glad you discovered the wonders yeah. of Starbucks. Yeah. And like, by the way, you had three shots of espresso. Lauren told me you had three shots of that shit. I went back today. <laughs> Did you? Seriously. 
I seriously went back today, and there was like there wasn't a Starbucks, and that's how fucked up it is. Like I um I forgot to get the mic today, and the reason why was for the last like thirty to forty five minutes at work, I kept thinking of nothing but coffee, <laughs> nothing but coffee. I text Lauren, I'm like, yo, I'm almost sure there's cocaine inside that coffee, because ever since I drank it last night, I haven't thought of anything else, and I'm on the way back there today. <laughs> you know, it's like you fucking turn into Jake into Rick James. Yeah, man. It, I mean, it's a hell of a drug. I mean, that. I mean, triple <laughs> shot of espresso. I mean, uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. The thing is that okay, here's what's gonna happen because I've been through that cycle of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You just discover Starbucks. Yes. And you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. It's mm-hmm. gonna be six months to a year, mm-hmm. and then after a year, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm on my way to get some old lady's diarrhea now. Yeah. And then you're gonna find you're gonna get tired of Starbucks, and you're gonna find an independent coffee shop, mm-hmm. and you're gonna do the same goddamn thing to that, and then you're gonna go <laughs> back to Starbucks. Yeah. And you're just gonna be alternating coffee shops like an asshole for the oh, next man. five years. It's exactly what's gonna happen. Wow. I decided to start brewing my own coffee because I was I just couldn't handle the fact that I got I went to like an independent coffee shop and then mm-hmm. I'm like ah fuck these assholes and I gotta go with Starbucks, yo it's just fucking ah, it's a mess. Like how much is coffee typically? I think I paid like eight bucks for this coffee that I got today. Yep. Oh wow. Uh, that's that's about right. Six to eight bucks. I mean, this is like legal drugs. Is what this <laughs> is. Like really, you're spending eight dollars for a bean in water. Yeah, you know, it's uh, like cocaine tea. That's yeah. what the shit is. Whoa! <laughs> I, 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 like, I'd be surprised if, like, at one point, fucking, we didn't have guys coming up to other people's houses, like, "Or my coffee, bitch." Yeah, or my coffee. Yeah, <laughs> is that serious? So, I mean, kids, kids out there, if you haven't tried coffee, this shit is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this dude, fuck is amazing. We're not advocating drug use, but mm. eh, go get your get, get coffee. You are gonna like smoke a little weed, and then you want a little upper with a coffee. It's like a poor man's speedball. You know, you can go ahead and have that. <laughs> poor you know? man's speedball. It's like a poor man's speedball. If you don't have the cocaine and the heroin, you know, to kind of balance each other mm. out, get yourself a little bit of weed. Get yourself some coffee. You got yourself a speedball. There you go, thirteen year olds just fix your life just now we're gonna get sued you'll <laughs> <laughs> so fuck themselves what they can do <laughs> so right, the conclusion of our weekend yeah we were busy as shit and yeah. chris got high on coffee that's yeah. what happened yeah and i've i've barely slept too mm-hmm. and it's not because because for the shoot thing that we did yeah which thank you for the pastries by the way always good. i grabbed those fucking chocolate danishes immediately nice uh, for the shoot that we did, I was the guy pretty much running the whole casting and managing the actors, and mm-hmm. I directed some of the people that came into the place, which is great experience and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But it's fucking exhausting. I can understand <laughs> Especially that. for someone that's... I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. So for me, dealing with people takes a lot of energy out of me. Yeah. And I dealt with at least eight strangers mm-hmm. yesterday. And it's fucking exhausting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't slept because ever since we were doing this... I've been the guy taking calls from people, fucking mm-hmm. scheduling, yep. and it's just, it's so much fun to, like, be able to say that this is going to be our job, Yeah. but I I know that I'm going to be, like, not sleeping right for at least two years when I graduate, Yeah. because it's going to be fucking great and exhausting, and we love it. It's so yeah. much fun, which lead us to, I'm going to use a bullshit segue, mm. and say that in admiration of the craft, now we have the 88th Academy Awards, the Oscars. Yes, yes. And we're going to talk about them because there's a lot of movies that we felt we agreed to serve the Oscars. There's some movies that, for me, weren't exactly in the place that the Academy thought they were, mm. but were still pretty good. We got fucking Leo finally got an Oscar. Yes, he did. Uh, so, like, I feel like this, this, this Oscar celebration in particular is noteworthy. 
because we had the Oscar so white controversy. We talked about that on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Chris Rock as a host who's yep. like fucking ruthless when he wants to be ruthless. Yeah, he's funny. So the, this Oscars were pretty interesting, and the movie selection that were in the in the Oscars were particularly interesting too. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about them right when we come back. Did you hold on? Did you see anything last week over the week? Oh shit! Uh, that's right. I saw I saw Ex Machina. Oh, Ex Machina, yeah. Yeah, that movie oh, was really fucking good. Yes, it is. And then I'm still watching Better Call Saul, which mm-hmm. keeps getting better and better every yeah. time I look, every time I watch it. And I rented Raging Bull, Apocalypse Now, uh, Requiem for a Dream, mm-hmm. and uh, fuck, what was the other one? And Goodfellas. Oh, so I'm going to have a movie marathon like this weekend because holy shit. Nice. Yeah, you got yeah. good shit. Yeah, they're fucking good. Goodfellas I've already watched and it's mm-hmm. my favorite opening ever. Yeah. Ever since I wanted it, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster. Yeah, yeah. Scorsese, you, <laughs> you and your freeze frames, you devil. You got two, uh, what's the other? You got uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull, Scorsese yeah. too. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Scorsese is one of my favorite. Yeah, he's one of the best. He's one of the best. How about there. you? Um, this week, what I, what I noticed, I was writing down the things that I, that I watched this week and they all have female leads. Oh, really? And that's what I'm, I'm loving that women are carrying te- TV shows. Now that they weren't before, it's just more prominent now. Yeah. Well, we're more conscious about it now. A lot more, you know, the, um, but yeah, the, um, the shows that I watched this week, Broad City, you know, I'll nice. probably talked about that at least on two or three episodes. I love that show. Uh, Broad City. The next is the show Love. Look, that oh, that's right. I still haven't watched that. I gotta watch it. Gillian Jacobs, uh, Jed Apatow, showrunner, and um, the guy named Paul Rust. He's a uh, he's a writer, and uh, he was part of the show creator too. He reminds me a lot of Woody Allen. It's, really, it's so. Are they dang. both? I, I I've never seen Jed Apatow, mm-hmm. but I picture him this kind of like he's, Jewy old writer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, and then uh, Girls. He's Girls. a producer for Girls on there as well. You know, so that's three shows: Broad City, Love, and Girls. All with a female lead, and those are my favorite Prism. shows out right now. Talking about female leads, a lot of the ones in the Oscars mm-hmm. had really good, really, really good female leads. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and we'll get into that. So we'll do, you'll hear the little like theme song thing, mm-hmm. and we'll get, that was not the theme song, and we'll get back into the, the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. All right, and welcome back to For Film's Sake. We're going to get into the Oscars. All right. Now, there was a controversy of, of the uh, the Oscars being a little too white. That, that they were? You probably didn't hear about that. No, no, you probably <laughs> you know, it, it was kind of like a, like one of these Twitter campaigns that died out really quickly. You yeah. know, Oscars so white had no meaning at all. Yeah. There totally wasn't like a crazy lady from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air talk about it for 20 minutes on a video. Nah. Yeah, none of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go over some of the uh, the winners and the nominees. Yeah, uh, these these I think these Oscars were particularly interesting. Okay, there was there was a lot going on because mm-hmm. we had the controversy. Then we had Chris Rock hosting the whole thing, and I think that that whoever runs the Academy Awards whole deal, whoever organizes that whole thing, mm-hmm. did a pretty good job at taking the the criticism they got from the Oscars a white thing, mm-hmm. and like trying to address it. They did a pretty good job at it. I think. Yeah. So, I'm not a huge fan of the Oscar ceremony. I don't usually watch it. I just f- follow the nominees. And if anybody watched it, it was rather boring. 
Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it was pretty pretty lame. I actually. watched that bullshit from the beginning <laughs> until the end. And like I said, I was I was in Orlando while it was being aired, so I had to DVR it. So oh, like an man. asshole, I'm watching something that I already know is bad and I already know the results to, just so I can come back and tell you fine people how <laughs> bad it was. Oscars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So since you watched it, because I didn't watch it, I just read the the winners, yeah. which is what I care about. Mm-hmm. So. What the fuck was up with the Oscars? What happened? How were they? Uh, Chris Rock, his opening monologue, you know, he goes in about, um, I'm sure everybody heard the joke at this point, is uh, Jada Pickett boycotting the Oscars. Like, well, you weren't invited to the Oscars in the first place. It would be like me boycotting uh, Rihanna's panties. You know, I wasn't invited to her panties in the first place. You know, so <laughs> what's the big deal? And the, the thing is, it's like, I, I mean, it, it was super funny. So it's like, I don't want to critique jokes, you know? Yeah. No, comedy is hard to critique in that regard. Uh, yeah. It's like, I do have my own judgment of it. Cause I mean, I wish it would have, he would have taken a different stance because I don't think Jada Pickett was like trying to defend Will Smith and saying that my husband deserved an Oscar. I thought it was more of, there's no black people being nominated at all. You know, the thing is uh, that I think I saw the I saw the video mm-hmm. uh, of this lady going crazy about the Oscars. Not not Jada Pickett. The um, the uh, no no that's right. I'm confusing the two of them. It was yeah. Aunt Viv was the one that was talking about yeah. Jada. Yeah, right. All right. So Jada Pickett was fine. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, he he made a few jokes about uh, at will and Jada Pickett Smith expense, and um, like it, it was funny. It, yeah. was, it was funny. Um. What was another notable thing? Uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah, he came out there and um, just just tell him like, yeah, the, the winner of this award for uh, it was like a short story, short documentary. Know, short documentary. That's what it was. He's like, for the winner for this award, you know, this this award is going to be going home in a Honda Civic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> didn't he say something? Lisa, this award is for the people that don't have money and will never, never see money. They will never see money. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so like just people that are true lovers of the craft, they're not doing it for money because they're never going to get it. And yeah. they know that, <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, those, those are some of the highlights. I mean, other than that. Eh. Girl Scout cookies, maybe? Oh, what's, what's the name came out there? Uh, Morgan Freeman came out and got himself some Girl Scout cookies at the end. That's true. And that was cool. Leo got himself an Oscar cookie and an Oscar. Yeah. So Leo had a really good night. <laughs> You know, what was, uh, what was cool at the end, people were like, uh, he doesn't care about that Oscar. It's not a big deal to him, yada, yada. But I'm like, a little bit, it kind of is. Because at the no, end. super big deal. Yeah, it is. You know, at the end, the, the, um, the he got his Oscar. And then uh, what you do, you go around back to a podium and then they uh, they engrave your name into it, mm-hmm. you know. So he goes up there and he gives an Oscar. And then he's like, oh, what do y'all, y'all, you guys do this every year for every single one? And then she was, she's like, yeah. He was like, oh, well, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> that's my favorite thing that leo did yeah. i saw that this morning yeah. <laughs> no i'm super glad that leo finally got an oscar because yeah. he's a really 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 good actor yeah the fact that he got it from the renovant however mm-hmm. kind of bothers me why uh be- okay let's be open here i haven't seen the renovant in, in its entirety i haven't seen the movie mm-hmm. itself but from the kind of movie that it is it's a movie that was like i think that the best actor comes from him just acting in really hard locations that's what i think it boils down to sort of like when an actor like puts himself in like sub-zero conditions and it makes it really difficult to act yeah like i get that that's a craft but it's not necessarily that the character that was portrayed was amazing i just i don't know like maybe this his role in revenant might have been better than anything we've ever seen but i just can't talk about it you know at an educated standpoint because i haven't seen it yeah same, same at this point like, like I'm, I'm afraid that he got the actor because he did a hard thing, not because he acted extremely well. I don't know. But I haven't seen the movie, so yeah. I got to see the movie before I can talk shit about yeah. the Oscar. 
But I'm super glad that he finally got an Oscar because that means we're going to be seeing a lot of Leo in the next two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure where he can go from here. Like he's already given us really everything. Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. That was my Oscar movie for Leo. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And I'm upset that he didn't get it at that movie because that was my like favorite best actor performance of that year. My favorite, if I'm going to go down a list of favorite Leo movies where I thought he deserved that Oscar, give him to him for the damn uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Right? Yeah. I thought he was actually meant to Leo because I watched that movie for I knew he was fucking Leo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he did really good in that. Um, what's the other one? Was it Aviator? Aviator, mm-hmm. Blood Diamond. Yeah. Uh, all re- okay, Leo's good. He's yeah. a fantastic actor. He's had four, five, six times where he could have won it. So yeah. I'm glad he finally did. I'm I'm glad too. Yeah. I, when I see the Revenant, I'm gonna be here like I fucking saw the Revenant, and I, Re- this is what Re- I think. Re- Revenant, 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 Revenant. Oh man, accents are tricky. <laughs> so uh, let's go. We you have a list here, which is yep. all fucking awesome. Let's go through. Uh, did you ever see, best picture? Spotlight. He won the award. Best picture. Best was picture Spotlight. was Spotlight. Yeah. Did you get to watch Spotlight? Did not see Spotlight. That's is that the one? No, that's the uh, the one about the um, the journalist the and the the, the Catholic priest, priest and yeah. the uh, the children. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to see that. I seen uh, clips of it. Didn't get to see it. But um, this yeah. is my problem with the sort of the Oscars mm-hmm. because they they announce all these movies, but they should give away for people to watch these movies once they're nominated. Because a lot of these movies came out in theaters that were there for two or three weeks, mm-hmm. but then they were never available. They, they don't have another platform to be able to, people to see them. That's, that's kind of our fault, too. You know, because, yeah. I mean, that's when you put something out that's good, but it's just not um, broad enough for a lot of people to like it, yeah. then, you know, you're not going to make any much money. You know, so when you're only making a couple million dollars over the weekend, then you got to pull it. You know? Yeah, yeah, you do. But the, the thing is, like, once you are announced to get an Oscar, I feel like the Oscar should have... No, they should have a broadcasting segment on their website, or they should have a way. Uh, they should offer a platform for people like us who are going to talk about the Oscars uh, to be able to see the movies that were nominated. Mm. Because a lot of these movies I couldn't see because when I found out about them, they'd already been pulled from theaters, or I was just simply too broke to go see them in theaters. That be you know that would be something like the uh, the production company, you know, whoever's uh, making the actual movies, producing the movies mm-hmm. that uh, after an Oscar nomination to put it back out there. Like that would be nice. I don't think the Oscars would take the initiative to do it for those individual movies because yeah. they're not going to see any profit because of it but the production companies yeah they should take advantage of that yeah i feel like that, that should be the case but back yeah. to best picture we couldn't see it but we know that it was a really successful movie had a really good cast yeah uh, michael keaton uh mark ruffalo oh yeah who else was in there um those are the two paul giamatti i think was also in that hmm. was paul giamatti in the fucking uh, no. i don't fucking know hmm. um but Best Picture, Spotlight, I think it deserved it because it was a difficult issue to tackle and an issue that we are getting, we're seeing a lot of lately in the news. So Spotlight, I think gets props for Best Picture. I haven't seen it, so I don't know what the quality of the movie is, but I'm glad I got it. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. I got uh, the actress in a leading role, and that is Room. Uh, what is it? Uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yeah. Room. So, uh, I saw the trailers. I know you're struggling with your fucking mic stand. Yeah. Uh, yeah instead of like, just pull the metal gonna, stick back. Gonna, gonna leave it how it is. Gonna leave it how it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll figure it out. Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, Room. Super interesting movie. Didn't get to see it. I I just researched it, looking at the trailers. Yeah. Uh, it looked really, really interesting, really good, and a character that felt honest. Yeah. It felt really, really honest, based on just what I saw in the trailers and information about it. Mm. So Brie Larson, I'm glad she got it. Yeah. I think she she was good. 
Plus, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she was uh, was for Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Joy seemed kind of generic for me. I didn't see that either. So. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. There we all go. Right, we're gonna have to fix this. Yeah. I'm tired of this thing. If you nice. if you put the little pivot there, you got it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So Brie Larson, room. Congratulations. I think she did a fantastic job based on what I was able to see about the movie. But yeah, based based on the zero percent of information I have. Yeah. <laughs> about that movie, I think she did amazing. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. uh, Brie Larson in room, uh, actor in a supporting role. Mark Rylance. For Bridge of Spies. For Bridge of, another movie that I didn't get the chance to see. It was a Spielberg production. Yeah. But Mr. Kava, who mm-hmm. also does the Movie Makers podcast, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely fucking loved the movie. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that it was a good, a well-deserved Oscar. He won over the uh, the only film that I did see under those nominees was uh, Sylvester Stallone in Creed. Creed. Yeah. yeah. Sylvester Stallone was really good in Creed. I saw Creed too. Yeah, he, he was really good. They Creed, they made a sequel already? Creed? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Creed, I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. You like ahead of the curve. You went for the fucking cheap joke. I applaud you for that, sir. <laughs> yeah, Creed. Pinnacle of comedy. Yeah. Creed, yeah, Creed was good. I, I didn't I didn't think he was gonna win it when I seen it, but I was like, this is the best thing I've seen Sylvester do in some years. It really was. Well he didn't do a whole lot after what was the last movie he did? The Expendables? Uh Rambo. Six? No, Rambo. Um, Rocky Six or Rocky whatever. Some shit like that. I yeah. don't know. But it was a, it was the best movie. It was the best. Uh, how you said? How do you say when you like come back to a reprised? It yeah. was the best right. role reprisal that I've seen in a while. All right. Uh, we have actress in a supporting role. I thought this might have gone to Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, for Hateful Eight. Yeah. We had uh, Alicia Vikander from The Danish Girl. Didn't see Danish Girl. Not at all. But I looked at the trailers. It looked really 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 fascinating um funny thing i didn't know the movie was about a, a like a transgender person mm. going through like in whatever that time period was yeah um but i saw <laughs> i saw the trailer and i saw the first shot of the dude mm. and like i thought he was a woman yeah when he was dressed as a man i thought it was a woman and then i went to the trailer i was like oh he's a he's a trans mm. that, okay yeah that, <laughs> all right, that's interesting. Yeah. That was a really that was re- like I was genuinely intrigued by how they portrayed him in the trailer. Yeah, uh, the actor for that movie looked like, I mean, he looked like he did a pretty good job at that role, wow. which is interesting because I don't see a lot of um, men playing women for not comedy, you know, for like drama. I the uh, the only example I have of it is Transparent, but that Steven still has some comedy in it too. Yeah, so yeah. this this looked like a very serious sort of timepiece, yeah, uh, type of drama. And I'm excited to go see it. I'm, I'm going to go back, and when these movies come out on DVD, I'm going to go back and catch most of them, probably mention them on the podcast. But The Danish Girl, definitely one of the one of the coolest ones in this list. Yeah. the um, Kate Winslet, she was in uh, Steve Jobs. I did see that. You know, she did How a really was good that? job. That's really good. They There's um like three or four Steve Jobs movies, one with uh, Ashton Kutcher in it. Yeah. Don't see any of those. <laughs> <laughs> see the one with Fassbender? Yeah, see the one with Fassbender and uh, Kate Winslet. Uh, what's my guy? Uh, Aaron Sorkin. He wrote on it, you okay. know. So quick dialogue, very fast paced. Like I, I love stuff like that. So I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about that. I think that the fact, the way that that movie was presented was really interesting because mm-hmm. it takes place in all three of the keynotes leading up to the iPhone one. I think. Yeah, the uh, the iPod, the iPhone, iPad. Maybe it was uh, but the three. Yeah, well, one things. of them was in the seventies. One of them was like in the eighties, mm-hmm. and then another one was when he the released last uh, the last iPhone. I think. Yeah. Yep. Before he died. Yeah. Uh, so really interesting 
pretense to a movie, like really interesting presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, original sp- screenplay, no wait, adapted screenplay. We have The Big Short, which was a really unexpected movie to happen. I love The Big Short. Do you see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet. I've That's seen, awesome. Yeah, seen that. Um, I guess last month. The Big Short, really good. I'm trying to remember who was in it. Uh, it was uh, Steve Carell. No, Steve no. Carell, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Christian Bale. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Christian Gosling. Bale did his thing in that shit. Christian That's what Bale. I heard. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's about the um, the housing market in 2008, how everything just failed. You know, but there was there was a few people that seen this coming a few years before it actually happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing what the, um, the, the housing market was going to be. So they started to bet against the housing market, you know. And they made and a shitload of money. They made so much money, you know, because you've, you've heard the term too big to fail. Yep. You know, and um, they were completely wrong on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that but that, that was a book. Yeah. That was a that was a really good book. I don't know who the, the fuck wrote it. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. But it was a really good book. Yeah. And it was a really good movie, too, which normally doesn't happen. Yeah, that's the Normally the transition gets fucked up along the way and you get a shit movie with a really good book. And in this case, it was the best they could have possibly done. And they won the best adapted screenplay, you know, for it. It was it was fucking fantastic yeah. from what I've seen. Uh, that's one of the movies I want to see. It's got a, a cast that I fucking love. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan Gosling, I used to hate on him, but I saw him in two movies, yeah. Drive and Only God Forgives. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, shit, I love Ryan Gosling. Yep. And then Christian Bale, I've always loved him yep. ever since Psycho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Carell has been a comedy genius and a drama genius. He's really good, yeah. Yeah. And then who was the other guy? Uh, Brad Pitt. Love, been loving Brad Pitt ever since I was like 10. Yeah. So it's like a really, it's like an all-star cast. And I'm wondering if Brad Pitt's ever going to get him one, an Oscar. Oh, he's never won an Oscar? Not for um, for leading role. Ah, shit. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if he will. I mean, there's a few people, people like that. Uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Clooney. You know? I mean, <laughs> the same person to me. George yeah. Clooney and Brad Pitt. Like, same. I just, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, what are, what are they bringing to the table? Like, they're they're the uh, suave, attractive uh, type type leading role men. Josh Schulman's just a little older. They, yeah, that's yeah. it. This one's just a little older. Uh, well, here's the thing. I feel like like. Brad Pitt and George Clooney went through the spirit in their acting career where they were Brad Pitt and George Clooney playing themselves in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it felt like for a while. Those they were writing 11, 12, 13 through 20. Yeah, they, <laughs> they did that for a while. Yeah. So I felt like that's what kind of killed them as, like, diminished their acting career a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then I saw Brad Pitt in fucking Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. and then I saw him again in World War Z. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was seeing the actor Brad Pitt and not the celebrity Brad Pitt. In a movie, I mean, what it makes it uh, actor for me is if you can make me feel an emotion, you know, if you if you can if you can bring me to a tear. Yeah, I've, I've never. There's nothing Brad Pitt has done that's brought me to a tear or George Clooney. Yeah, I think it's also the type of movie that they make. They don't make super dramatic pieces. They make movies that are kind of fun and they can be serious, but the characters they play are kind of fun and assholey characters. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that Brad Pitt gets one because I, I mean Brad Pitt, I love him. I love Brad Pitt. I mean, as long as he shows me some more depth, then I'm fine with it. But for what he does do, is really good. Yeah, he's fantastic. And then original sc- screenplay, Spotlight also gets, mm. I mean, not also, Spotlight gets that award, original yeah. screenplay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that it was an original screenplay. I expected it to be like adapted from something. Because, mm. I mean, the depth in that movie is insane from what I've read. Yeah. So Spotlight, congratulations on two awards. Uh, cinematography goes to The Revenant, uh, which I understand. Yeah. That movie looked beautiful. The uh, the cinematographer, this is his third Oscar. Yeah, Emmanuel Lubezki. Mm-hmm. And, and a road, too. Yep. Uh, what did he get Oscars for? He got Reneve- Revenant. I cannot tell you. 
Ah, uh, fuck. Neither can I. But he the, the three Muppets, Oscars in a row. Uh, the Muppets 3D and um, <laughs> and Spice Kids 5D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Imani Lubeski for cinematography. Mm-hmm. Really good job. And then Mad Max fucking won six Academy Awards. Mad Max, they took six. everything home. They took it all home. So I mean, basically, most of the uh, the Vanity Awards, you know, so for um for makeup and design, uh, costume design, editing too, editing, you know, a uh, sound like they. They they cleared house. Oh, did they get um? Did they get best picture? No, best picture was Spotlight. Did, okay, Spotlight. Yeah. Like, yeah but they, here's why. Here's why I think Mad Max didn't get best picture, mm-hmm. and it comes back to what I said the episode that I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. The plot didn't matter. Oh, the plot. Yeah. <laughs> the plot for Mad Max was like, hey, kidnap girls, hey, yeah. go get them, hey, yeah. drive around. Yep. That was the plot for Mad Max. Mm-hmm. But the movie looked amazing. Yeah. The editing was amazing. The production designs were really fucking good. Yeah. I mean. Just the setting of the movie, it felt really real. Yeah, it did. And really real. That's a weird thing to it say. It looked really good, yeah. Uh, I expected it to get visual effects, but it did not. Ex Machina got visual effects. Ex Machina was the shit, though. Yeah, Ex Machina was really good. Yeah. But I think Ex Machina, I think there's different type of special effects between Mad Max and Ex Machina, which were oh, my two contenders yeah. for, um, for special effects. Because Mad Max is kind of like over-the-top fucking special effects that you can tell were special effects. Mm-hmm. But Ex Machina, the special effects were so convincing that I really didn't think about it, about special effects, until after I finished the movie. Yeah. So Mad Max, I mean, fucking Mad Max, uh, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. definitely deserves that award. I mean, it was a beautiful movie. Can we talk about Ex Machina for a second? Please. <laughs> yeah. I, saw it, I saw it two days ago. Okay. And... It was one of those movies that you kind of watch and you're like super intrigued, mm-hmm. and then at the end you're like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, it's 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 already won an award and it's been out for a while, so I don't think we'll be spoiling it for anybody. Let's, no, let's I don't think it. so. But uh, again, Kava recommended that movie to me, Ex Machina, and I never listened to him because I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, whatever." Yeah. But I watched it and it was awesome. And uh, here's the thing, Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. he. I don't know. He doesn't do. He didn't do a whole lot before Star Wars. Like not everyone knew him. Okay. And then he did Star Wars, and then everyone. Every movie that I watch, like at least one out of three movies, the motherfuckers in there. That's yeah. That's how it usually is, and that's. <laughs> and I feel like a hipster in that aspect, to where it's like I'll love a lot of like no matter if it's music or you know movies or anything. Mm-hmm. I'll love people when they're that person. Like yeah. like I loved him before <laughs> Star Wars, but now that he's done Star Wars, I'm like yeah, whatever. I'm kind of done with you. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I mean, um, but yeah, he's he's doing some really good stuff. Like I, I'd seen him in um in Ex Machina, in um Inside Lewin Davis. Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, I'd seen him in thing after thing after thing. But now he has a Star Wars thing. I'm like, all right, now the world has you. So yeah. good. But you the know? thing is that I saw him, but I never registered who he was. because yeah. he's so good in his character. He's really good. Like I like I I have no. He played uh, the shitty Ospin in in Drive, mm. and I yeah mm. he was in Drive. He sure played. Was, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember his fucking name, but he played him. Yeah. And I, no, for no moment, I thought that was Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I thought that was that guy. That was the first time I seen Oscar Isaac in anything was in Drive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that that was that guy. No idea. And I watched Drive after I watched Star Wars. Mm. 
And I thought, all right, that's just that guy now. Okay. And then I watched Ex Machina and I was like, all right, that's just that guy now. Okay. And then I saw him in Lewin Davis and I was like, all right, that's just that guy now. Oh. So he's one of those actors that he's so good at what he does mm. that you don't register him as an actor. You it's, register him as a character. <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea who the fuck he was until I saw him in Star Wars. Because his character in Star Wars is not that deep as mm. these other characters. So it's in weird. Star Wars, I saw him as an actor. Yeah. And that's when I realized that this motherfucker's an actor. He's not any of these people. Yeah. And I fucking love him that's it's weird we had like the opposite thing like i i, I seen him first in drive yeah. and i didn't think anything of it because his part <laughs> wasn't that big you know yeah. in, in drive and then i seen him in uh inside lewin davis and then no, no, no first i seen him in ex machina then inside lewin davis and then i seen the star wars movie and then i seen that same face come up again i was like oh it's that guy yeah <laughs> you know and i was like that guy just keep popping up and up and up so when he died early on in the in the movie i was like this guy's not dead like I just seen, <laughs> no way he's dead. I just seen what he's doing like in the movies before. So, but yeah, he's he's somebody to look out for. He's, he's really he's awesome. really good. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, him, John Boyega, mm-hmm. and the new lady from Star Wars are gonna get some really big roles. Yeah. Uh, Daisy, I think her name is Daisy. Huh. Uh, she, they're gonna get some really big roles, and I would definitely look out for them. Oh, there's a Star Wars ride at Disney World. Oh, isn't there? And it's awesome. That was like one of the highlights of it. John Boyega <laughs> narrates it. And it's just you're inside of a uh, you're inside of a ship, and it's just like pretends to take you through warp drive and underwater and through space, and you know fighting and stuff like that. But it's that was a it's highlight. Dope. Of it. yeah, That's it awesome. Dope. I sh- I want to go back to Disney and yeah. get sick. Yeah. Um. So Ex Machina definitely. I think Ex Machina is my favorite movie out of any of the ones that I've seen in the Oscar nominations. Yeah. Uh, we we should probably do an episode just talking about Ex Machina because it's a really episode. deep movie. Oh. It's a really deep sort of humanistic movie like it explores a lot about the human condition i, I loved it i will go back and rewatch it like i it, it pissed me off because i like i said i went to the movie theater didn't seen it and i just expected everybody to have the same feeling that i had <laughs> you know and i went to like a barbecue the next day and i was like i was ready to talk to her about people and they was like i've never heard of that like, yeah it, it, it slipped under many radars like, and it's what? sad so yeah i'm glad we can have the conversation and i will be all about it yeah <laughs> Um, so let's stop sucking next mark in his dick and move on down the list. It's a good dick, though. It is. Uh, custom design. Also Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, which, understandably, because that shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, makeup, also Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Understandably, because that shit is also amazing. Yeah. They got the Vanity Awards. Sound editing, sound mixing, Mad Max. Ennio mm-hmm. uh, Morricone. He, Morricone. Oh, Mor- say, Morricone? That, say that shit again. Ennio Morricone. Oh, God. That shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking welcome. <laughs> Uh, world uh, won the score award, the best score for the Hateful Eight, mm-hmm. which he beat John Williams for. It. Yeah, so he's been trying for fifty-seven years. He's got a career, and like fourteen nominations. Mm-hmm. So he's he's in the same boat as Leo, first Oscar in his whole career. I mean, that was he was going for uh, Susan Sarandon status, you know, to where she just continued to go up for the award over and over and over again. She finally won a few years ago, but yeah. <laughs> so he's going for that fifty-seven year career, and then with the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Uh, a score, uh, perfect. I love them. Song, I think it's a bullshit uh, award. What? Uh, not the award itself. The people who won the award, I think it was a bullshit uh, uh, award. Uh, it went from writing on the wall from Spectre, from Jimmy's Napes and Sam Smith. Uh, first of all, it's not a good song, <laughs> in my opinion. It was pretty generic song for like a James Bond movie. Okay. But I feel like it won because it was a song for a James Bond movie, yes. not because. It was a good song. Yeah. And Lady Gaga, I feel like Lady Gaga should have won her with her performance. She should have won Best Song. Was she nominated? Uh, I don't know, but I feel, I think so. That was... 
But I feel like she should have gotten that because her performance, I, like, it had a message and it was like really well thought out and it was really good. Um, but song writing from the walls from Spectre, I didn't like Spectre as a movie. That might also be fucking with my perception here. The only thing I know about James Bond at all is GoldenEye 007 on Nintendo 64. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about James Bond in my life. We should play that sometime. <laughs> what? We should play that sometime. You've played 007? Yeah. You know yeah. about the Nintendo 64? Yeah, hell yeah, oh, I know oh, about the N64. Oh, oh, I will serve you up something good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll serve you up something proper. We will see, sir. <laughs> Righty. Um, but yeah, Riding on the Wall by Spectre. Not a great movie. Pretty good, eh, pretty decent song. I think it should have gone to Lady Gaga, but whatever. Uh, also, Sam Smith fucked up, and he said that he was the first open, openly gay person to win an Oscar. Was he not? Nope, Elton John. I oh, think, yeah, Elton John way back in the fucking day. Mm. Uh, we're, we're, we're blah, 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 won an Oscar. So nice. it was funny to see Sans make it the was, flag for that. Was, was he openly gay at the time? I think so. Because, I mean, that might have been a qualifier. If Dude, Elton, I think Elton John's career is as long as he's been openly gay. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I think he started off being flamboyantly gay. He, The pictures I saw were pretty flamboyant. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was trying to hide anything. No, I don't think so either. It seemed like he was. Um... Foreign language film, I haven't seen it, mm. uh, but Son of Saul War one, Son of Saul mm. one, from Hungary. Congratulations to Hungary clap, clap, and the clap. directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, documentary feature, who will never see any money, mm-hmm. but won an Oscar. Amy, haven't seen it either. Uh, animated short, Bear Story, haven't seen it either. Um, documentary short, A Girl in the River, The Price of Forgiveness. Oh, oh I've seen that one. I've seen that You've one. You've seen that one? Hold on, hold on. What's, what's, nope, nope. Haven't seen that one, actually. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like, that I'd seen that one, but I had not. A Girl in the, I think that we should do one in like two months. We should do an episode where we rewatch the nominations and talk about them. Okay. Because there's a lot of movies that we're skipping that won awards. They must mm-hmm. be good, but we haven't been able to see them. Yep. Because they weren't either talked about or because they, we had no platform to see them at the time. Yeah. Um, live action short, Solder, haven't seen it either. Mm. Um, but best animation. Is it Inside Out? Inside Out. Yeah. You seen Inside that fucking Out. I loved that? Inside Out. I didn't see Inside Out. You didn't see it? Huh. It's a really good movie. Made oh. me fucking cry. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. It, well, it made me cry 20 minutes in because it had like a really like an animated short on top of the movie. Yeah. And then that made me sad. And then the whole movie was just fucking amazing. It was really good, really well animated. Yeah. And like just genuinely a good story. It was fucking fantastic. And at the end, because I moved around when I was about Riley Sage, maybe. Who is Riley? Riley's the main character of the movie. Uh, She moved, I think she's 13 when she was in the movie. I moved when I was 15. Okay. So like the whole moving around and having to adjust to any place where you're going through a lot of changes in your mind and body and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fucking fascinating. And it made me cry. It hit home. So Inside Out deserves it. Deserves the animation for me. Uh, Is that it? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. I think so too. Were there any snubs? Anybody get snubbed? You think snubbed? I don't know what that means. Um, somebody you think deserved to win an Oscar but didn't? Lady Gaga. Besides that, was she nominated though? I I don't know, know, but I think I think she was because she. I mean, she was there. I mean. I mean, oh, I have the uh, I have the best musical song, but they just don't have the artist beside it, so I just I don't know. Okay, yeah. But, but you know, I'm I'm a huge Lady Gaga fan. I'm I'm so all, am I. Yeah. I fucking love Lady I'm, Gaga. I'm all over Lady. So Gaga. So even if she <laughs> wasn't nominated, I think she should have at least yeah. been nominated. Uh, if she was nominated, then I think she should have won. <laughs> yeah. But I think Lady Gaga, 
Uh, what else? Snubbed. I'm not particularly happy the fact that Best Actor went to Leo for The Revenant. Mm. But I am glad that Leo got an Oscar. Yeah. But I feel like he could have done it for another movie that wasn't The Revenant. I mean, but that's... until I see it, I'm going to reserve that comment from accuracy. Mm. Um, I think I didn't see anyone get snubbed, really. I mean, as far as the ones that were nominated, yeah. But the um, there were some nomination snubs, like things that I thought should have been nominated. Uh, well, Beast of No Nation. Um, Star Wars didn't get anything. Nope. Which I didn't think it deserved anything, nope. but it didn't get anything, which was mm-hmm. interesting. Because mm-hmm. uh, I expected it to get at least something. Yes, I, yeah, I did too. Special um, effects, if nothing else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I expected it to get something, but it was also not like a big Oscar movie. It was like a, no. it was a good action flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, whose nomination did you think got snobbed? The the uh, the Beast of No Nation. Beast of No Nation. Oh, with uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, it was a Netflix uh, movie, and it did really well. It was critically acclaimed. It uh, was nominated for Golden Globes, but no Oscar love at all. Um, what else was another good one? Um, that, that was that was my only really big one. Like they talked about concussion because it was Golden Globe nominated, but I saw that movie and yeah. it was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I it, feel it, like it Race. Good. I think Race, if it had come out last year, would have been Oscar nominated. Yeah, I believe so too. Uh, same with Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, uh, for some things, yeah. It's it's, it's for tough. best comedy. I think it would have. There's no best comedy it. category. Oh really? Mm-mm. What That's, the fuck? Why is there no best comedy? Exactly. That's what I'm like. It, like I doubt he would have won anything. All yeah. right. Well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, never mind that, then. That, that's my favorite, that is my favorite category, and there is no category for it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but Race would have won something, definitely, if I it had been so. uh, nominated last year. Yeah. If it had been come out last year. Yeah. Um, Ex Machina, I think, would have... I think Ex Machina had a shot at Best Original Screenplay. Was it a, or I hope it was an original screenplay. I mean, it was... Uh, it's a, there's a, another version of Ex Machina that came out in the 90s. Okay. It's on Netflix. So, I mean, it's, that's really good. But. Yeah, I, I feel like Ex-Machina should have been a little bit higher up in the nominations. Maybe so. Um, just because, I mean, it was just so deep of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's my biggest complaint. Ex-Machina should have been a little bit higher than yeah. visual effects. Maybe even best screenplay or best, uh, you know, the, the actors were really good. Yeah. Best actors would have been a good shot for Ex-Machina. Because Dumbhole Gleason is another one of those characters that I'd never see him as a... As Don Hulk Gleason, I see him as the character he's playing. Yeah. He was in Frank. Fucking loved him in Frank. Yeah. And he was another dude that I saw after Star Wars, and I saw him around, and I was like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? Okay. And I saw him in Star Wars, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, it's this fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, so he popped up in every movie that I've seen after mm-hmm. Star Wars. So I'm super glad he's getting some recognition, because he's really good. Yeah. Those were my people, really. I wish Mad Max would have won a little less to give other movies a little chance, but... You get what Fuck. you got. No, hell yeah, no, huh? Yeah. Screw that. Like, they deserved it, you know? They I mean, did, yeah. It was like, get six awards because they deserved it. They could have taken home 12, and I'm like... No. I would have been fine with it. I'm yeah. super fine with the fact that they won six awards. Yeah. But it's sad that a lot of movies aren't going to get the, the awards because Mad Max won so many. Yeah. Um, but I'm into it. Yeah. And special effects, Ex Machina deserves it. Yep. How about you? Any other closing thoughts on, on Oscars? I'm glad it's over with. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, the Oscars is just, it's, it's super pretentious. You know, it's like it really we, is. we care about it for all of like 30 seconds. You know, we see who got their awards and then we talk about the movies that nobody's seen in the first place. You know, so I mean, it's just, it's super pretentious. You know, but I, what I'm glad about is Mad Max. Mad Max is a movie that people saw. People like you and me saw yeah. Mad Max and actually went, came back and told people like, yo, that movie was the shit. Exactly. And then it won awards. You know, The Revenant. Is it may be very very good, but 
I don't I didn't see it. You didn't see it. People like you and me didn't see it and then come back and collectively talk about it like yeah. you do a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I think that that's that's the problem with nominations on awards because mm. movies get nominated for this pretentious, like really big awards. Yeah. But what do those really mean? I mean, are you going to watch the movie now because it has an award? Mm. Not necessarily. Mm-mm. I feel like a movie is only as good as the amount of times people watch it. And even though these uh, these people won awards, I'm not necessarily going to watch all of those movies. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I was talking about like the Oscars versus uh, the National uh, Film Registry. Oh, that's like, right. I remember I, that. I would much rather have something put into the National Film Registry because I mean, Top Gun is ne- would never win an Oscar, <laughs> never with yeah. that super sexy volleyball scene. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but but it's but it's uh, it was so good that the the people liked it so much that it's it's a national treasure and it's saved in the library for all time. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I would much rather have that than a pretentious award. I think so would I. I think the I think the the Oscars are better reserved for the actors mm. and, like, the special effect teams. Mm. But in terms of, like, best picture and, like, best uh, drama or best whatever the fuck, mm. uh, I don't think those have places in, in award shows. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I say the same thing until, unless I was nominated for one, then I'll kill you all for an Oscar. <laughs> kill every single one of y'all for it. Just eliminate the competition. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm glad that the actors that got uh, was Brie Larson big at this point? Uh, I think she's like around 140, 150. God damn it, Chris. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, mean, I wasn't sure exactly how big she was. I thought she was, I thought she was kind of thin. I don't, I don't know. No, um, but no, she, was, she, she wasn't a huge name in, in Hollywood, but I mean, she was known, I guess, B-list, what you would call it. You know? Yeah, so... I'm glad. Like this is this is why I like these awards because people like Mark Rylance and Alicia Vikander, names that you don't know, mm-hmm. are not going to be the leads in the next couple of years. Yeah. Because they won an Oscar. That's what I think they're valuable for. Yeah. But other than that, uh, it's an Oscar. Yeah. You get back jokes and Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I heard you can do some like pretty cool things with the the trophy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you can put it on top of like your Mercedes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like tape it around like fucking Tom Hanks did the. The other award that was not an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you can put it in your bathroom so that everyone that takes a shit in your bathroom knows that you won an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, so you can beat the other people that won other Oscars with it so yeah. you can take their Oscars. Yeah. Um, you can be a meme on the internet with yeah. an Oscar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I need about seven to ten other things that you can do with an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> seven to ten other things that you can also do with the night you can cuddle it at night to revalidate all your dreams and aspirations yes you can do that, that uh, is, that is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can put it on your bookshelf and jack off to it i guess i don't know uh, why would you not be able to do that i don't know i don't know i feel like you could do that yeah you probably could leah's like, pro- probably been doing that for the last 24 hours you know because like it's not the same effect like i could pull up a picture of an oscar over the computer and i probably wouldn't even draw wood no you no know? but <laughs> <laughs> but if you have the actual statue in front of me, then I could like fury whack one out in like minute and a half. Fury like, one, just right there. That's uh, those are two of my favorite terminologies related to penises. Oh yeah, draw wood and fury wank. Oh yeah, good yeah. job, good fucking job on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's pretty much all we have to say about the Oscars today. That's all we got. A part of that, maybe the they did a pretty good job at addressing the criticism they got mm-hmm. for being really really white. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Chris Rock. Yep. To host it, which is a good choice on their part. Because uh, I feel like if they had hired a white dude to host the Oscars this year, people would have gone fucking mental. Yes. 
Um, so good job on that. They did just fucking put it down, man. He's trying to like <laughs> stealthily put the glass down on the fucking deck so it doesn't make a noise. Yeah, but you heard it anyway now. So, <laughs> nah. so I think the Oscars did a good job. It was a shit ceremony, in my opinion, mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But it did a good job of recognizing what movies needed to be recognized, and it got Girl Scouts cookies some word. So yeah. I think it was good. Any closing thoughts on your part? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Oscars, you've had your time. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you for li- listening to us ramble about the Oscar. We have one segment left. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I did not forget, sir. All but right. Thank you for ra- listening to us ramble about the Oscar. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back to talk about what's coming out next week. Next week. Yeah. Perfect. Cheers. And Leo, we love you. We are live again. What's up, Chris? Uh, same as 15 seconds ago, I guess. That is also very true. <laughs> I don't even know if it was that long this time. No, it was like five. Yeah. <laughs>